What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. This week, it's just me. Gretchen Garrity as normal and you know what I can honestly say now you guys I am working on getting more guests I know you guys are probably up to here with it just being me but you know what that's how this podcast started so you're probably used to it and yeah that's what it's supposed to be anyways I hope you guys know that what I mean what it's supposed to be is just sort of like an outlet for me and my passion project and I hope you guys recognize that that's really what this is for me and I have so much fun recording them every week and just really being able to connect with you guys sort of on like a deeper level I feel like because we have a full hour to I don't know just connect and be really honest and really get into it instead of not saying that videos are more like surface level but you just simply don't have as much time to like convey what you're trying to get across so as you can tell by the title in this week in specific This one is really for those of you out there that need this and I know there's probably some of you listening and it's going to feel like I'm speaking directly to you in your heart and your soul because I just put myself in the shoes of myself four years ago when I was going through a breakup and I wish I had this episode to listen to and I I had different, you know, sources and I guess yeah, resources that I had at my disposal when I went through my breakup four years ago, like different YouTube videos people recommended and just advice from friends and family and stuff and that really helped. So I want to be that friends and family advice right now and help those of you that need it. And for some of you not going through a breakup or heartbreak, you're probably like, okay, what? And maybe this episode (laughs) doesn't really apply to you but maybe it still does because I know as someone who went through literally one breakup four years ago um, if I heard some of this it would be kind of a good reminder on how to work on myself and stuff like that so yes uh, what I want to say first and foremost is that I've only experienced heartbreak after a breakup once it was my first relationship only breakup it was four years ago. So just disclaimer that that's really my only experience with it, but I'm happy in a way that I've had so much time from it to have all this time to look back and reflect for you guys. Um, the reason I really, really wanted to make this today is because it is the number one, maybe common, but really like DM, like messages that I'll see from you guys is about relationship advice, mostly breakup advice, boy, girl advice, just relationship advice, um, and sort of what to do after breakup when you're heartbroken. And I just want to say that I feel so honored that you guys feel so close to me in this way and that 
you're willing to share your personal life with me and want my advice in situations like this like I seriously feel honored I'm like oh my gosh you're coming to me like what do I even know about this but I know in reality that I just cannot get back to the majority of you guys so I thought that this would be the best way to convey my advice overall I'm sure the majority of um, advice seeking that comes my way can be answered with these sort of things and you know, this reminds me, it's funny because I just think back to my first real love and relationship and heartbreak and I just remember the advice people would tell me and things people would say and I just will never forget that feeling or like, yeah, I guess shake the idea in my head that I remember feeling so strongly like, all right, I know people say this advice like time heals everything or da 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 and I'd be like, I literally don't even want to hear it. Like, you guys don't understand. I'd be like, oh, like you experienced this or this heartbreak, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you just don't get it. Like, my relationship is different. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we are so in love. Like, it's different. And I'll be like, well, Gretchen, da 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 da. Like, some practical, realistic advice. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, like it's different with us. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, we just have this like special thing. And it's it's sad to <laughs> feel that way. And then to sort of break it down and be realistic and be like wait they're right like I feel like a lot of relationships have common issues or feelings or I don't know not to discredit because I know everyone's relationships are different but I just think a lot of times heartbreak and breakup can go in a similar way and I know that this like similar advice could help a lot of you so yeah I just always remember thinking like oh whatever anyone's saying to me right now like it's just so naive I was like oh they don't get it like we are literally soulmates and I was you know 16 when the relationship started so um I also want to say that heartbreak versus breakup I know they're like different things I guess I will be using them synonymously in this episode but I do know that they're different like there are times in my life I can think of that I've been heartbroken but not had a breakup for example like times that you know that you experience heartbreak but it's not like a breakup with a romantic relationship partner um times that I was heartbroken in high school when I wouldn't make the 1v8 for if you guys know rowing I would be heartbroken like it would feel like a loss in a way or obviously other forms of loss when I've lost pets when I lost a parent last year uh, seeing a loved one like injured or sick, etc. Those are just what come to the top of my head, but those are feelings of sort of heartbreak and in a way it's loss, which I'll sort of get into. And I remember when I first heard it that way, I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense why um, it's you sort of feel like you're grieving this relationship. And so if that comforts any of you, if you feel like you're experiencing signs of grieving after a breakup and you're like what's going on like why is it hard for me to get out of bed or why is my emotion so up and down and I'm okay one minute and not the next um let me just comfort you in saying that in a lot of ways I feel like a long-term relationship losing that is like a form of loss and that you may grieve that as well and I just think it's good to recognize how you get through those different times types of heartbreak in your life um And then when you can compare it that way to this maybe specific breakup that you're going through, you can just recognize how if you can get through that, you will get through this specific heartbreak, even though I know it's way harder said than done. Wait, it's way easier said than done. It's way harder in real life. And before I get way too in the thickets here, you guys, we could talk about this for like hours. Oh, I just want to like have you guys on my podcast one day and like 
just ask me questions about this because I feel like I just have so much I'm not an expert I'm not a pro but I feel like I do have so much expertise on it now just from being a woman in my mid-20s just going through different relationships and experiences and stuff like that but first and foremost you guys know I always have my little format my episodes which I really love I don't know I feel like because I'm so bad with like structure and routine I just love having this little routine in every episode where I talk about what I'm happy about and like a happy quote or idea. I have some good quotes for you guys today. But what I'm happy about right now, little pivot is, well, you know what? This is related. This is related to what I'm going to be talking about because personally what I'm happy about, I wouldn't say this week, but it is like kind of specific to the past like 24 hours is listening to my body and being more gentle with myself. And I would say that I haven't been good with this in the last week, which is why I needed to be good with it for the past day because I was feeling really worn out. I was talking about it in my vlogs and I can just tell from looking at vlogs previous to this, I'm like, wow, you can just tell how like glazed over my vision is and I'm just like, you know, brain dead because I'm not sleeping, not taking care of myself, not being hydrated, all the things you're supposed to do. I was just sort of ignoring my health, which is never good. Um, from moving here, just trying to get everything set up. You know how there's a million things to do when you move. So we just tried to cram it all in and would like stop eating and sleeping. And I'm like, okay, what, <laughs> what's going on? So that's gotten better. Um, update. And I literally slept 12 hours last night, which is like, so crazy i actually feel like wait yeah this is crazy my last episode um i had a moment of this where i was like guys i finally slept like i think me and max slept for like 10 hours that was last week i just had like deja vu so i guess um these nights right before i <laughs> record this podcast are good nights which is good because i need to be well rested to talk to you guys for an hour but yeah i'm just happy about that because it's so important to take care of yourself self-care which is sort of what i'm going to be talking about later on because secret um my biggest secret and sort of uh like not cliffhanger what is the word i'm freaking looking for um foreshadowing yeah i'm gonna sort of give you a sneak peek um of what i'm going to be talking about and the real answer to how to move on from heartbreak and to love and trust again starts with you which you're probably like oh, rolling your eyes Gretchen I don't want to hear that I know I didn't either but I'm right it does it does start with you and loving yourself and being full and just satisfied and on your own is what I'm trying to say like you need to be 100% on your own you need to be passionate and loving life and having hobbies and like living your full best life on your own and that's when you can introduce this romantic partner and it will be a healthy loving relationship and in my opinion if you are not 100% on your own and you're not loving yourself and you're not comfortable with yourself and all of the things this relationship is going to be like an uphill battle and really difficult because you're going to be dealing with things on your own that you haven't even dealt with yet but you're also having this partner that you care about so it just is a lot more difficult and I think when you are finally 100% on your own you will find Mr. or Mrs. whoever it is right and yeah but I talk about that later on I digress so that's what I'm happy about and I got two quotes for this week you guys from Google as they always are but I really really like them okay and I can't believe I haven't heard them before so this one first one goes like this Part of the reason we hold on to something so tight is that we fear something so great won't happen twice. 
when I read that, when I was writing my little notes for this episode, I literally was like, whoa, mic drop, like mind blown. I'm going to read it again. I love, I just love doing this twice (laughs) so we can really get it in our brains. Part of the reason we hold onto something so tight is that we fear something so great won't happen twice. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I so agree with, with this, you guys, I'm sure you can too. If you can think back to heartbreaks you had, or maybe if you're going through a breakup right now, you're like, I know I won't find this love again. Like this is like once in a lifetime. Sorry to break it to you, sis, but you are probably wrong. And yeah, like I can just remember pushing off this breakup or prolonging this relationship that really wasn't serving me anymore, either of us, for so long. And I'm sure a lot of the reason that I was holding on so tight is because I was fearing that I wouldn't find love again, that I wouldn't be able to love again, that someone wouldn't love me again, that a relationship like this so great would not happen again in my life and you are just so comfortable with this person and you were so afraid of change and it's like you're jumping off the deep end when uh, you have a breakup, like everything changes. But if I can comfort you in saying that you will find love again, uh, just know that you will. And like if 19 year old me who broke up with her first boyfriend and was like so heartbroken heard that she'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so wrong. Like I'm never going to love again. Like we must get back together. Like right person, wrong time. Like we'll end up together. And I think I like thought that for a while. And then I really thought about it and I was like, wait, you're literally such different people with such different like lifestyles and goals. Like maybe this really isn't for the best. And so you realize it later on, but I really like that quote. And then the second one is you can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. Again, when I read that, I was like mind blown. Okay, I'm going to say it again. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. And the reason I really, really like this one is because this is something that I feel like affected my life so much for so long and I was simply not starting the next chapter of my life I was avoiding it and I kept rereading the last one and you know what it took I think I read this later on but I'm gonna spill the tea now what it took is a close close friend in my life I think I've told you guys who it was in the past I'll just tell you it was Louisa love that girl love you girl you're probably not listening right now but she's one of my best friends and it literally took someone close to me to be like, I was, oh, you guys, this was summer after my sophomore year. No, 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 no. Summer after my junior year. Yeah, yeah, it was summer after my junior year. And I was going to my senior year of college. Wow, that makes me sad because a lot of my college life, I feel like I was living in the past. I'll say that's true. Probably my sophomore and junior year, I really was like living in the past and couldn't let go of a part of my identity that was like no longer, aka rowing, aka this past in my first uh, romantic relationship. I felt like they were so a part of who I was my freshman year of college and before that, that once I ended both of those after my freshman year of college, sophomore and junior year, I was sort of like floundering and didn't really know who I was. Wow, this is getting deep. I I didn't. I didn't know what I stood for, my values were, what what my hobbies and interests were. I had to like refine what that was. And I didn't know what I expected of myself, of my friends, of romantic partners. I, I didn't I didn't know. I felt so lost. And 
I think because of that, I kept trying to just like live in the past and I would always compare myself to a past version of myself. You guys know that's an episode that I had. And I would talk about myself like it was still me my freshman year who's rowing and who is in this past relationship and whatever. And so it literally took Louisa saying to me, one day she sat me down and she was like, Gretchen, you're living in the past. Like all day, every day you're talking about rowing and the ex-boyfriend and these old times. And she's like, you were like holding yourself back from living in the present and the future. She's like, you are living in the past. You need to move on. And it literally took her saying that to me. It felt like she grabbed me and shook me by the shoulders. I feel like I've talked about this in episodes in the past, but I was like, oh my God. Like I, I just had never even realized. I don't know how I didn't realize for like two years, like over two years, this was happening. And it took her saying that to me. And I said to her, you're right. You are so freaking right. Can I chill out over here and finally focus on myself and the present and the people that are currently in my life and the things that I do have going for me instead of worrying about old stuff that already happened and like living in the past. So that was really helpful. It's funny because I feel like whenever I talk about things on podcasts, like even though for me specifically, I'm like referencing a relationship that was so long ago, just because that's what I can speak to from so long ago and stuff like that. I feel like things always come up recently. So literally two days ago, I was on the phone with my mom and we had like a nice long chat and I told her, cause we were talking about feeling guilty or just whatever. It was kind of different from this, but in like the past in your life. And I told her about Louisa sitting me down and telling me you're living in the past. You need to move on. And my mom was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I had no idea she ever did that to you at your junior year. Like what a good friend. Like everybody needs a Louisa to tell, like be honest with them sometimes. And I'm so happy that we are such close friends. Like I literally wasn't offended at all. I was like, thank you. Like I needed that. And so maybe some of you listening need that. And maybe it's not even about a relationship. Maybe it's about, I don't know, being a rower like it was for me and that being so wrapped up in who I saw myself as and I needed to sort of let it go and let it be. And yeah, so you can't start the next chapter of life if you keep rereading the last one so i think that's a really good thing to hear about just moving on letting things be and not feeling like you need to hang on to everything and you know what this is making me think of because i feel like i'm referencing my last relationship so much and it's funny because i say last relationship as if it was yesterday or like you know what's funny is like uh if you keep rereading the last chapter you guys this is not my last chapter that I'm referencing. This was like 10 chapters ago. So babe, if you're listening, he's not, Max is not listening to this, but maybe just like don't listen to this episode. And yeah, again, I'm sure I'll just talk about the last relationship because that's all I can speak to. And again, not trying to reread my last chapter, not even my last chapter, 10 chapters ago, but I do think that we can glance back at it and learn from it in a way since I'm sure that breakup can relate to your guys' breakups. And like I said, to answer the the question, I actually, I didn't even say this, but this topic, how to move on from heartbreak and in specific uh, just breakups, because I know like in your 20s, I know a lot of you guys are like my age. Um, I just feel like in college, it's like a big time for breakups. That's when mine happened right after my freshman year. I know a lot of people break up going into college whatever I um what was I saying (laughs) this topic came from you guys and I said that's like one of my number one questions but uh at one point I asked like what do you guys want to hear on my podcast and I I took like common themes and a lot were about like moving on from heartbreak how to deal with a breakup uh all of that and loving and trusting again so 
like I said earlier to answer the question, you must, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a couple things that you must do, okay? You must love who you are. And I remember feeling that way right after my breakup. Like I'm putting myself in my shoes. Obviously it was like a very big moment, kind of like uh, monumental. I don't even know. It was just like a big moment in that point of my life and I remember what shirt I was wearing like what I was gonna eat for dinner that day I remember the next day I remember coming home and crying and looking through old photos which you should not do but I remember people saying to like telling me to focus on myself and like loving myself and like me realizing I think two days before well actually I know this two days before I've talked about this my best friend and roommate Taylor said to me Gretchen, you have so much love in your heart to give and he can't accept it or can't reciprocate it like you need, like he can't love you like the way you deserve to be loved or something and it like made me cry and I think I, this relationship just wasn't going well and I was like more sad than happy most, the majority of the time. That's like a pretty big red flag, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're, if you're sad more then you're happy then like you know, probably should like reevaluate what's going on here. So I think I just had these realizations and was like, okay, this has to end like for me and I remember first thinking the idea of like who am I do I love myself like what am I doing like who am I kind of thing I felt so daunting and overwhelming and I felt like I didn't know who I was without this other person and so that really said to me you need to be on your own and sort of figure this out on your own and do some growing on your own so I digress but the things you must do and before I tell you the things you must do I'm going to interrupt and tell you that you must try Daily Harvest, you guys. It's that time of year again where I just want to get into a normal, fresh routine. I mean, as normal as we can be right now, right? But whether I'm feeling like having a relaxing day or a totally active day, I like to include clean, delicious food into my routine always, okay? And that's why I always keep my freezer stocked with Daily Harvest. You guys probably saw recently in a vlog, my whole freezer is literally Daily Harvest. It delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes just a few minutes to prepare and I never have to question if the food I'm eating is good for me. They never use preservatives, added sugar, or artificial ingredients and Daily Harvest works directly with farms to freeze their ingredients at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and tastes. With Daily Harvest, there's an option for any time of the day, smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and comfort food for when the weather starts to cool down, like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and hearty soups. For the harvest bowls, I always love adding something fun, you guys like a fried egg or an avocado everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it helping you reduce food waste and i know daily harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact which i love they're in the process of transitioning to 100 recyclable plant-based and renewable fiber packaging so clearly you guys daily harvest is the easiest way to eat undeniably delicious clean food go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code happy hour to get 25 dollars off your first box that's promo code happy hour for $25 of your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com, you guys. I don't even want you to keep listening to this episode until you write down in a little note on your phone. Use code happy hour for $25 off your first box, okay? Because that's how bad you need to try it. If you haven't tried out Daily Harvest in the past, you're going to try today, right now. You're going to get your little box together. It'll be so quick. And when it comes, you are just going to be so excited because they literally have the best food ever. And you're going to comment on my little Instagram or tag me in your story. And you're going to tell me how much you love it. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> now you can continue listening to the rest of the episode. You must love who you are, which I know sounds scary. 
You must love what you're doing. You must love, uh, well, not love. You must (laughs) focus on who you surround yourself with, etc. You must feel purpose and feel fulfilled. You must be full on your own. I was talking about that earlier. You must be content as you are. You will not be in a healthy, loving relationship again until you are full on your own and content on your own. Trust me. Just maybe just trust me on this one. And I've said this several times before, but your goal cannot be to be two halves of a whole coming together like, oh, like you complete me and like we're 50-50. Those things like I just feel like trigger something in me. They make me cringe because I'm like, no, 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 no. Rather, what you should aim to be is 200% together. I know I've talked about this before. I've talked about how I remember so specifically meeting a girl in Boston and she was like me and my friend quote you all the time and saying this and it like changed the way we thought about it and I was like oh my gosh this means so much to me but seriously it does I don't know where I heard that where I picked it up from probably Taylor or a close friend that was like no 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 this person cannot fill you up they cannot you know fill up what you're missing they can't oh I was hearing the other day something I really like too it was along this line in the same vibe like they cannot um sort of anything that you're insecure in or they oh like I forget how it went but it was like they can't uh correct maybe the insecurities you have they can't compliment you enough to the point that you feel like secure in yourself it's like you need to do that on your own and I almost feel like with a partner any insecurities you have on your own or I mean you can have insecurities but you know what I mean like anything that you aren't loving with yourself and you aren't sure in yourself is going to become that much more apparent in a relationship with someone else so that's why it's even that more important and it's like you don't need each other you're not codependent you don't rely on each other each other like so heavily <laughs> I just you don't rely on each other so heavily you just love and you respect each other and you enjoy your time together like do we see sort of the difference of what I'm saying here and I mean really if you're thinking about your breakup I would like you to think of it as, oh, you guys, again, probably want to like punch me in the face and I'm like rolling your eyes. But this is like really optimistic me over here who in the moment of the breakup was like not optimistic, of course. But four years later, I can say, maybe you can think of it as a blessing in disguise, question mark, or a chance to better yourself, maybe. P.S. It is. Like, that's exactly what it is. And this makes me think of you guys. I mean, this is sort of like, moving on from that but when you are single after this breakup um maybe or maybe just you know this works in your relationship too this like embarrasses me to admit this but i will okay you are not gonna go out of your way what i mean by that is like you can go out of your way to like be nice and like nice gestures and stuff like that. I'm not saying that. You will not go out of your way, meaning sacrificing your hobbies, your interests, your priorities, your plans, your promises to yourself. That's a big one. You will not sacrifice those things to impress this other person or spend time with them. Example, this is what I'm embarrassed of. I might have talked about this before, but I think, uh, I know this was shortly after that breakup and I was feeling so half full and like lonely and lost and I didn't know what was going on and I was really needing to work on myself but instead I 
quickly found a rebound that I was trying to make me feel better, you know? And maybe they do momentarily, but they're not, they are not, oh my gosh, they are so not like the permanent fix at all. I think we all know that. So I just remember in specific promising to myself, making this promise. I signed, I had my yoga schedule. I signed up for my yoga classes. Oh, by the way, yoga, like if you're going through a breakup, seriously, it probably sounds like cliche but like it actually helped me mentally so much and physically as well obviously yoga but just like mentally benefits were like even more than physical I so feel that with yoga I mean any workout for me is sort of like more mental than physically like it just helps you so much mentally so yeah I didn't even write that down in here but if you can be physically active or get yourself in a workout routine the endorphins will literally help you tremendously but back to my example of sacrificing my promises to myself I remember having my little yoga schedule and I remember in specific times that I would skip my yoga class after class all day in college or you know in the afternoon the evenings in hopes of like freeing up my schedule and I would just like sit there in my room waiting and hoping that this boy would call me or text me to hang out take me on a date no 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 I just say no enough. Literally, no. Like, I'm so mad at my last self. <laughs> uh, not even my last self. This is my this is my 10 chapters ago, remember? But I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> no, it's okay. But, like, I just think there's a lot to learn from that. Like, poor Gretchen. Don't wait around for this boy to text you. Like, whatever. Like, you are just waiting there half empty for this person to fill you up by calling you or texting you. And that's what's not going to help you at all. Well, what it helped you is going to that yoga class, okay? <laughs> I wish I could like go back in time and like fix that a little bit. Example number two, I have a close friend who agrees with me, you guys. I know girls do this, so I'm talking to you. Don't do this. I have a close friend who told me literally the same thing. They would just like clear their day of their plans, of their promises to themselves, same thing in hopes of this boy that they liked and that maybe were like obsessed with contacting them. No, literally no. This doesn't work. This is not you being full on your own. It's not this guy who is 100% on his own. I don't know if he is or not, but a guy who is 100% on his own will respect and love the fact that you are 100% on your own, that you have your your own hobbies and interests and your hobbies and your interests aren't just them. That will probably annoy them. That will get annoying real quick and clingy and no one wants that. So start there. I just remember after my breakup, everyone told me to spend lots of time with family and friends. And guess what? They were right. (laughs) Really, I think what family and friends will do is just distract you from feeling too lonely and getting caught up in old memories, which, by the way, side note on memories and like looking... Another thing I wish I could go like slap myself in the face. <laughs> just like just like give me a good talking to in the past. It's like do not look at these old photos and videos and I know you have so many of them on your camera roll. Just like don't go there because you're just gonna cry and be in this big like moment. Like maybe the day of or after if it's like closure, I don't know. I guess everyone has like different ideas on this, but I would just recommend not doing that and starting the moving on, separating yourself process because your mind and your memories have this weird way about them. Some of you may have experienced this or can relate to this, where you can go back 
couple weeks, couple months, years in time and look back at these old photos and memories and think about old times and your mind only remembers the happy moments and you remember how happy you were and I would second guess and oh my gosh, I actually specifically remember calling my dad. This just makes me think right now. I remember second guessing, looking back, like seeing all these happy times and your mind has this funny way of conveniently leaving out all the negatives and all the bad reasons that you actually had this breakup, which is what you should be focusing on. And I remember talking to my dad, crying, second guessing everything, being like, what am I doing? We need to get back together. And he would say to me, Gretchen, I'm going to like mess up how he said it because he was a lot more eloquent in speaking this way. But I remember him saying to me along the lines of, now, why are you second guessing a decision you made a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, whatever it is? Why are you second guessing that? Like you in that moment made this decision for you and that was the best thing for you and you came to that conclusion on your own and you did it. And so second guessing yourself is like second guessing your decision in that moment, even though you knew what was right for you. So like you can't second guess something that you did because that was right for you in this moment. And now your mind is like playing tricks on you. Well, this is just what I'm saying. Now your mind is playing tricks on you, thinking of all the happy memories when you're conveniently not thinking of all the times that you were sad or I, you know, after you hang out, you're crying majority of the time and then like five percent of the time you're happy. So it's like, you know, <laughs> so that's how memories can be weird. So just like stay away from those, even though I know they'll come up. And I think also why everyone says to spend so much time with family and friends, not to just distract you from what was happening and from feeling lonely, but to actually show you who really cares and is always going to be there for you and who in your life loves you and isn't trying to change you. Ooh, that can be a big one because I know in relationships people can be controlling or crazy stuff like that. And it's like these are the people that have always got your back and that's who you need to focus on spending your time with. I mean, this is probably too much, but that just makes me think like if there's any like negative Nellies in your life or like friends that you're like, mm -mm, like she's not doing it for me. Like this is can be a time for you. Like be selfish, girl, and just focus on being with the people that make you feel good. And... I mean, I know you're hurting bad. This just makes me think of, because I'm like, oh, just like be with your friends. Everything's good. But like, I know you're hurting really bad after this breakup. And this feels like loss. This is what I was getting at earlier. It's sort of like a form of loss. And this reminds me, my mom goes to a loss group. I don't know if I've like talked about that before, but that's something that really works well for her. Uh, you guys know I went to a life after loss, like sort of grieving group once and I saw the entire time and I hated it and I felt so uncomfortable and it was just like really not for me. But my mom is someone, we're just different in this way, everyone's different, who really likes it and feels less alone and like she can relate to these other people in their grieving journey. So anyway, this just reminds me of uh, there was someone in her group who didn't have someone pass away in her life, but it was like this romantic relationship, like her partner just walked out and disappeared. And in a way, she I remember my mom saying that she always talked about how it was like worse in a way because she knew this person was still out there walking the earth, you know, living breathing and that's what a really like breaking up in a relationship feels like you know they're still out there but it's like your relationship has died and you have lost that and you've lost that person and so it's like a different form of loss and it can be so difficult and that's why I think you can feel those grieving sort of things that can happen after grieving and this just makes me think of another close friend in my life 
and I'm just like picking off of other close friends and their breakups and stuff because mine was so long ago but I remember her FaceTiming me in the beginning of college she had her breakup and you literally may feel and be physically sick like I just remember her being like I can't eat like I literally am throwing up I don't know what's wrong with me like I feel so sick and I'm like yeah after a really long relationship it feels like that you feel sick to your stomach like you just feel so unsettled you feel like the rug was just ripped out from underneath of you it feels like a loss and so you need to work on you um oh my gosh now I'm thinking of like another quote my aunt said this quote to me and my cousin I just remember I feel like I've talked about this before too I'm getting all quotey over here oh I'm messing everything I'm gonna mess this up but <laughs> it was something like um like oh yeah I'm really gonna really gonna butcher this one but it was like even though it's raining now and you're like down in the dumps it's okay to be down and like feel your emotions and feel this way it's raining but someday the sun will come back out and you will want to feel and look your best and I messed that up but basically what she was trying to say is like in those moments where everything seems so impossible because of this huge loss that you're feeling you need to focus on the little things that you can control like taking care of yourself I remember her being like literally get up and go take a shower and go like paint your nails and go brush your teeth and go like shave your legs like just go you know like the little things just do it even if you can't like fathom the idea of doing anything just do it don't even think about it and it's like those little things will just help you feel better and feel more productive if any of you are at that point right now where you're like everything seems so impossible um I mean a different form of heartbreak but when I lost my dad it was like you just gotta you just gotta keep going and so it's like again focusing on those little things the routines the things that would distract me the showers the workouts oh my gosh working out has always been like so therapeutic for me um but it's like finding what that is for you and just like keep moving keep going it will get better time heals everything and I remember not wanting to hear that my breakup I'm like it'll never get better and you know what's really scary maybe I shouldn't even say this because maybe some of you have heard if any of you are going through a breakup but I remember someone telling me that I hope this is wrong. This has got to be wrong because I'm only four years out. So yeah, this has to be wrong. I'm, I'm way past that relationship. So that makes you feel better. This is wrong. But I remember someone telling me it takes twice as long to get over a relationship than how long it was. And I'm like, you're telling me at 19 years old, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I will not feel better until I'm 25. Like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> we had like a three-year relationship. But yeah, I don't think that's right. But what I'm trying to get at is that it can feel like such a big like loss and like monumental things so you just got to keep going and time really really does help even though i didn't believe it for a long time i can tell you now that time does help and what i keep getting at working on you being selfish in the right way we all know what i'm talking about being selfish like listening to what you really want to do if you're in college taking the classes you want to take not the classes you think you should take being selfish with your time and your energy and being selfish and prioritizing your self-care, taking care of yourself, um, everything like that. Not selfish in like your relationships and ignoring your family and being rude to people. Like not like that. You know what I mean? Loving yourself, finding yourself, whatever that means for you. And I think what I can speak to that is, where is it? I'm going to tell you right now, guys. I believe it was in the beginning of May. Yes, May 1st. I posted an episode about loving yourself finding yourself self-care I'd recommend listening to that but I know it's tough and I think you just start with what makes you happy what makes you feel fulfilled um your hobbies your interests 
whatever that is, and getting in a new healthy routine that helps a lot. Spending time, again, with people that make you feel the best and not the worst, (laughs) okay? So I know you don't want to hear about that and time heals and self-care, but like, but actually that's what needs to happen. So let me be the one to tell you. And I just thought of, don't talk to them after your, after this breakup, do not talk to the ex. Don't. That's my advice. And, And you know what? I actually did a little bit. And let me tell you, talking to them did not help. I think it's so interesting. I have friends that are friends with exes and I don't really get it. I don't really get how you can. Like I know a lot of people do that. They're friends with exes or they like keep talking after they break up, but yeah, I just couldn't. I don't know if you guys have done that. I'm like really impressed. Like I have some close friends that have exes that are literally their close friends, but I just like don't know. Maybe if they didn't date a long time, I don't know. I have not spoken to my ex in the past four years since I broke up with him because that's not going to help me be the best me and move on, you know? But actually, I guess maybe I did in the beginning because I remember like the week after, I, I remember trying to like reach out and like being so sad and like he wasn't sad at all. I'm like, so you're not sad? Like you don't even care? Like it was just so dumb and uh, after the rebound ended, like I was just like hysterical and so sad like months and months later, not about the rebound because I was just a rebound, but about this long relationship and like trying to like see them or get back together and I never saw them in person I never saw them in person for the past four years that's so weird to think about but um yeah it's for the best because it helped me move on and so don't because you're just like prolonging and sort of like I think making it harder on yourself and I know everyone's different um I know another friend actually who went through I'm talking about so many friends another friend who went through a recent breakup and they actually got back together and then broke up again But she said she's happy that everything happened as it did and that it actually taught her so much how she needed to be on her own and like grow on her own and work on being her best self. She's like, I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore and I sort of like lost myself. And I'm like, hmm, sounds familiar. That's exactly how I felt. So I think the last thing that might be comforting to you, because I truly feel this way and maybe it will give you some faith in just having faith in this is that if it's meant to be, it will be. And I truly think, you guys, that it can be the right person, wrong time. I think a lot of times that happens where you hear stories of people like being together in high school, they break up for college because they're going to college like across the country. And then maybe they find each other again later in life and they can be together again. And maybe they were like soulmates and the right person, but it wasn't the right time. And I think it's always good. I mean, well, I was going to say, it's always good to be in more than one relationship. Like you have to... um, learn and grow and see what works and doesn't work and stuff but I I don't want to say that because my boyfriend it's his first relationship ever and so I don't want him to be in more than one relationship so I think everyone's different but um like in my opinion I'm happy that I've had different relationships I mean he's not the I'm not the only female he's ever spoken to so I'm sure he's like learned along the way but um I think it just teaches you so much on what you deserve what your standards are things like that and so it's like a breakup is such a good opportunity for personal growth. Hey, look at that way. <laughs> look at it that way. Silver lining. You're like, I am actually not even going to be sad right now. I'm going to be happy because I can focus on myself and be the best me. <laughs> Probably none of you are going to feel like that. But I think in the long run, when you look back, you'll be like, yeah, that was such an opportunity to focus on me. And I know I, in the title, I literally, you guys asked about gaining trust and love again like later on after the breakup because you're like okay but how does the future look for me Gretchen I'm gonna tell you 
communication. You're probably like so annoyed at me. Everyone's like, ah, communication, like work on yourself. But I think seriously, that's like the only way. And I obviously, time heals. Like you will just feel whole again on your own after a while, working on yourself. But I think that it's natural and okay to have your walls up and boundaries because of things that you went through in the past. And I think everyone can you know like accept that and especially if you explain to them hey this ex or this past relationship like maybe they can like get why you are the way you are i'm just like super open like that and i think if you just can communicate about it if you're on the same page if you i guess this is being like really mature and just like diving in but like max and i know each other's like love languages i think that can be so important on like how you give love and receive love are so different and same with your partner and if you really wanted to if you were like i'm like really having trouble breaking down the walls like i've really had some traumatic experiences in the past like i'm trying to work on this relationship but i feel like i can't trust them or like open up my heart and love them again counseling maybe i'm sure that could help and i just think with time you'll get there promise because i know it can be so hard and you after a breakup literally just feel like a rock and you don't want anyone to like look at you or talk to you for a while because you were just like working on you and or even if you're the opposite where you just try to like fill the void right away with someone new sort of i guess how i was with like a rebound um they're most likely just a rebound and you it's it's not gonna be the same like you can't fill the hole of someone else with someone new right and i just think if you are looking and searching like i was for two years it won't happen let me tell you you cannot be looking every day like i always tell people left and right on campus every day and have my binoculars out are you my boyfriend are you my boyfriend are you gonna date me no right as you stop looking right as you stop looking and trying to force it and trying to oh i can literally i wish i could name them by name i can think of like x y and z all these boys that i was like yes like right as i would check off one of my boxes i'd be like yep we're getting married and i'd be like gretchen duh and like put their last name and i'd be crazy and i'd be like oh my gosh they're gonna be my boyfriend you're my boyfriend we're in love no like literally no we probably went on like a date once or they probably were like friendly to me in class I don't know I just had like a crazy moment where I was like are you gonna be my boyfriend like I was just so looking for that oh, validation that was the word I was looking for earlier when you're like craving this validation from someone else you need it from yourself because you're missing it from yourself which is why you're craving it from someone else Ooh, I'm like spitting facts right now but seriously I like was not comfortable with myself and so I was craving this validation from others and it wasn't right it never worked and guess what they didn't check all my boxes they maybe checked one but i was trying to like force them into this like mold that i had i was like you're gonna be my boyfriend and it just never worked and seriously right as you stop looking and right as you are full on your own i've talked about this before about myself but i just remember summer after my junior year going into my senior year lived with my best friend louisa we literally had such a good summer. We were in like a kick-ass workout routine. We, I was just so full on my own with like my friends and I was so excited for my last year of college. And I remember being like, wait a minute. Like I just had this realization one day, like going my senior year, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've talked to like a single boy this summer. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm not looking for a boyfriend anymore. I don't even want a boyfriend this year. I want to focus on me. I want to be with all my friends my senior year. I want to like do really well in my classes and get everything I can out of my last year. And 
just be so emerged in that. Like, I don't have time for this romantic relationship. And right as I felt that way, that was like August of 2018, beginning of September 2018, Max waltzes into my life. Like, right as you stop looking, Mr. Mrs. Whoever is literally going to waltz in your life. And I was going to say, it's always going to be who you don't expect. Like, it's going to be out of left field, unexpected. For me, it's always been that way. Like, it's it's never expected for my friends to. Maybe it is for you. I don't know. But it's always, like, who you don't expect or least expect. And then it just, like, works out so well because you are finally in a place where you've, like, accepted yourself and you feel good on your own and they feel the same way too. And you guys love spending time together and everything is easy and clicks as it should be. And, man, (laughs) I think that's mainly what I have to say on moving on from heartbreak. I guess specifically your first heartbreak, because that's what it was in my situation. I'm sure they all feel like that, though. Um, I've heard that your, like, first love, though, always has, like, a place in your heart. You always have love for them. I'm sure you do. Like, deep down, I don't want that ex-boyfriend from way in the past. Like, I don't want anything bad for him like I don't wish him I don't wish him bad things like I I wish for him well I guess is the phrase um I don't think he really has a spot in, they're always like oh they always have a spot in your heart and nah, I, don't, I don't think that but like you know like I, I think we'd be civil like I hope everything's good dude <laughs> but yeah I just wanted to talk about this because I think a lot of you needed to hear that and I always see questions about that and oh, I just feel like I talk more about like the heartbreak and the breakup and not the loving and trusting again and I think that's like different for everyone and it's tough like I know it's tough because you have these walls and I mean I for me I wouldn't even say it's been that tough because I had like one breakup and now I have my second boyfriend ever and we plan to be together forever I guess every relationship you plan you don't plan to break up but whatever <laughs> so I just think loving and trusting again after heartbreak is obviously tough because you've had this experience in the past that makes you so afraid to love again and I think it also in a way sort of deters you from like wanting to feel that love again or that happiness because you know what can happen if you lose that person and if you do break up and if you do experience heartbreak and how bad that is but what that makes me think of you guys I forget where I heard this. I'm like sucking today with like remembering these things. But at some point in my life in the past like year, I think I heard something about like the ups and downs in life. And the downs can be really bad and you can feel like rock bottom and so low and so empty. But it's like you need those moments in your life to challenge you and to like build your character and test you as a human being. And without those moments, yeah, this is it. Without those moments... You will not feel the full happiness and gratitude and joy and satisfaction of like the high moments in your life and the happiest, best things going for you. It's like you need that contrast to show you how important and how grateful and how like joyful those things are. And so I remember when I heard that, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, wow, I never thought you needed like bad things to happen in your life. But in a way you do because you it teaches you how to deal with other bad things and tough things and yeah it teaches you lessons builds your character shows you what kind of person you are what you can work on in those situations getting deep over here I feel like a teacher but (laughs) yeah like I just thought that was so interesting and 
I mean, you will love again. I just think loving and trusting again, I'm going to keep saying it, but time, like with time, you will feel okay with yourself and you will recognize that this is a new relationship with a new person. Don't compare them, your different relationships. I know it can be hard, but just keep remembering that they're a completely different person because I think when you are with someone and then you're with someone new, I mean, I guess it's only natural. You're just going to think back to like when you had similar experiences in the past and you're like, oh, well, um, my past boyfriend was always like rude to me when this happened. Like this one's nice. Oh my gosh. Like didn't even realize I should be treated like respectfully. Um, so I guess in that way, it's a good thing. And I just think after one relationship and a heartbreak, you can, you can really pinpoint those moments and be like, wow, this was really unacceptable that this person was like this to me or didn't have goals in this area or wasn't prior to it prioritizing this in their life maybe an example is like taking care of themselves like that's really not okay with me I want someone that takes care of themselves and so then with someone else you appreciate it that much more but like try not to compare like every little thing I think that will make it better because it is a completely different person in a new relationship and they didn't sign up to be compared to your ex you know so I think that's all I had to say on that and the last thing I wanted to say is, I mean, it's actually probably almost um, September 12th now. I know this is going up on September 11th a little late. I apologize because, you know, I just moved. I'm just going to, like, keep using that excuse. I'll get better. I'll get back on my grind of, like, early on Fridays because this is late on Friday. But it is September 11th. And I guess I should have addressed this in the, the beginning, but you guys know I've been liking to do more of my like chit chat at the end because I wanted to like get into the topic for you guys and like actually give you some valuable um, information and assistance if you are navigating through a breakup. So yeah, it's just been a heavy day and I didn't think 19 years later that I would feel sort of like the weight of today, but I think deep down I do and I'm sure everyone is and I'm not trying to oh my gosh I'm not trying to like make this about me in any way like oh I've had like a heavy day I know everyone has and other people more than me who are more impacted by September 11th 2001 and I mean for me personally you guys know or maybe you don't know but I was four years old I literally remember that day in preschool and I feel like some people will be like oh my gosh how can you remember the day I remember it so specifically because our parents pulled us out early like half day and we grew up you know like two hours from New York City so I don't know I just think I mean I know the whole world was sort of like in shock on that day and so I just wanted to recognize that today is September 11th and I my heart goes out to all of you that were affected by the terrorist attack on 9-11 and I just think of people in my personal life who, who I know that lost parents, fiancés, family members in 9-11 and like my heart is with them today. All my love is going to them and I don't want to cry but I don't even know if you guys know this but I actually lost my uncle Jonathan on 9-11 and I just think about him extra today. I'm happy I saved this for the end if I get emotional because I was four years old and 
I can only remember small, if any, moments with him because I was so young. But I think what I think more about is my mom since it's, well, I said this in my vlog today. Um, he's her first cousin, so we call him Uncle Jonathan, but he, I don't know if that makes him to Lucy and I, our second cousin, or... Or not our yeah maybe our second cousin but he's like uncle john cousin john to my mom and i just think about my mom and her side of the family and how tough that is his siblings his daughter um and if again if you guys have any family members you know what that feels like and i posted on my instagram today that i hope he is with my dad in heaven and that they are together and looking over us and my family Ooh. <laughs> wow i'm not trying to get deeper at the end but i just did want to say that i recognize that today is september 11th and that it's a heavy day and i am happy that i've been seeing so many people honor the first responders 9-11 and honor this day because it is a difficult anniversary and I truly cannot believe it's so many years later because it's always felt like so recent in my life I don't know if you guys feel that way too um but yeah I mean I'm realizing this really should have gone at the beginning of this episode but I again would assume that you guys are listening to this the next day or in the following week um but I know that this is going up on September 11th, so I thought I would just say that. And again, my heart is with all of you that I was going to say I have lost someone in 9-11, but have lost anyone in general, have felt a loss of a relationship like I talked about this episode, have felt any form of loss because it really sucks. And I know that firsthand. And I know that you guys know that. <laughs> so... Yeah, not to end on a bad note. Ugh, can we like say my quotes again? Because I feel like those are good. Let's end on a good note. I want you guys to remember. You're like, question, I remember. Hopefully some of you like write this down. I literally found them on Google. You can find them too. Part of the reason we hold on to something so tight is we fear that something so great won't happen twice. It will. I know it will for you. And you can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. And I really like that one because, <laughs> now I'm talking about these again. Because I think you can, like I like this analogy, I think you can start the next chapter and like your last chapter is always there and it's written in your book, but you don't need to keep rereading it. You don't need to keep revisiting it. It's there. You can flip through it really quick. You know when you like flip through all the pages quick in a book, but you don't need to keep rereading it because you need to be like focusing on the present and what's going on in your life right now and just whenever I feel the most present and grounded is when I feel the best and less the least anxious and stressed and everything so and that says a lot presence people so let's end on that note <laughs> I love you guys so so much I really truly hope that this helps some of you because that is the reason I made this. Oh, also I meant to say in the beginning, this is at the very, very end here, that um, maybe some of you, if you, I was thinking like you could read the title quick and be like, oh my gosh, did her and Max break up? No, we literally just moved in together. You're probably seeing him like all over my social media. So no, this is not from like a breakup right now or heartbreak right now. This is just me speaking to past experiences because I want to help you guys. 
So yes, me and Max are together for clarification if you thought that maybe we broke up from this. But I know that I spoke to him earlier in here saying maybe like don't listen to this one because <laughs> I'm talking on my ex. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you in my next episode. It won't be specifically about breakups. I know that. So the next one will be for everyone. I know this one was pretty specific. Love you. Catch you in my next episode. Bye.